because i am seeing a vision i want to speak this over all of you pray that you will receive this with your spirit prayerfully but now that i'm seeing this vision i know i have to talk about it i'm seeing the vision like moses standing in front of a red sea and is wondering and when i say moses i'm talking about you and is wondering what is the way forward god i know you're with me but i don't see a future ahead can you help me there's so much of responsibility on my life but i don't know how to go forward and it is you all know the story but i'm seeing that now moses has a staff a rod in his hand and god tells him to command using the rod and in my spirit i am seeing that this rod is like his very own tongue i know it's okay you can just slowly process this but as if like now he has to command some things using this rod of authority that is in his hand and it needs the support of his very tongue some of you are about to realize that god has given you a rod of authority this evening things situations that has not moved in your life god is going to help you to find your rod of authority tonight and may this be the night that you will embrace the authority that is vested in your very hands that you will be promoted to a place where you will open your very own red sea there's one command of the lord that's coming to you this night he says go forward don't be stuck before the red sea as you step forward this red sea will part but it is you that is going to part the red sea i don't know whom this word is coming to but i believe it's a very precise corporate word for everybody in this house if you believe the lord is speaking to you i want you to celebrate this clap your hands receive it do something acknowledge that the holy spirit is coming to you through this vision and he's talking to you and me father we thank you for this thank you that the red sea is about to part come on open your mouth and begin to talk to the lord lord we thank you that the red sea that looks like a sea that doesn't want to move is about to part that which looks greater than me is about to bow down to me that which looks like will not budge to anybody will budge to my own voice 
Lord, that which looks like impossible is going to become a possibility. And this responsibility will become an adventure before me. And Lord, I thank you that you will carry us with your wind. That your wind will blow and the sea will part. And Lord, you will do something in my life that people will marvel. And they will say, truly, the Lord God of impossibility is with them. So God, we thank you tonight that you've already come and you're going before us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, open your mouth and celebrate this. People on Zoom just celebrated. Receive this word. Vision of Moses standing before the Red Sea. And he had a rod in his hand. The rod of authority. Do you remember? I, I don't want to go searching, but I know you remember. When Moses encountered God near the burning bush. God said, what is it that is in your hand? And he had a staff. And God said, throw it to the ground. And he threw it. And it became what? A serpent. Now tell me, what is the serpent's um, character that comes to your mind when you think of the serpent? Cunning, evil, lying, deceiving. Hold on to that. And then God said, lift up that serpent from its tail and became an, a rod of staff. And God said, keep it with you. And God said, with this, you're with me? Please, all of you. I'll close soon if you're feeling it's too boring. God said, Take that with you. Keep it with you. And God said, with this. Hey, I, I, do, I, I wish I could find this. It's in Exodus, I know that. God said, with this, you will go and do great exploits against Pharaoh and his kingdom. And I will do signs and wonders using this staff, this rod of authority. In my vision this evening, I saw something very powerful. I saw, you ready with this? That rod looked like a tongue. I know. That snake looked like a tongue. You know tongue? The one which we speak with. Looked like a tongue. Okay? I was asking the Holy Spirit. You know? That's why I said this is, this is a church which flows with prophetic revelation. Moses had a confession about his life. My goodness. His confession is... I am a murderer. I'm good for nothing. I'm not called from God. And he was running away from God. God began to tell him, I am with you. And God said something more. I'll be with your tongue. You're connecting the dots? Moses said, my tongue is a stuttering tongue. It's not healed. I don't like this job. But God said, you will be like a God to a Pharaoh. Whatever you what speak, I will do it over Egypt. And I'll execute, please talk to me. I will execute judgment against the gods of Egypt through you, Moses. But I won't heal your tongue. I will be with your mouth. I will be with you. And I will speak through you. So your tongue will not be healed. 
but your tongue will be under my what authority and subjection please come on come on journey with me with your tongue being subject under my authority and submission the same stuttering come on talk to me imperfect tongue that you have will now be used with me to speak like a god to pharaoh and i will do great signs wonders and mighty miracles through the same tongue even though you are so having a confession you are good for nothing but when you surrender your tongue and i will be with you moses and i will teach you what to say through the same broken tongue imperfect tongue i will teach you what to tell the pharaoh and whatever you say will come to pass moses kept de defending god started reasoning with god no 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 god send somebody else i'm good for nothing i i'm not healed my tongue is still bad no 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 this is not going to happen what is it in your hand throw that down your staff of authority i mean your staff at that moment throw it down he throws it it becomes a snake in my vision this evening i saw that snake like a tongue and god says pick up that serpent from the tail it becomes a rod of authority can i give you a revelation tonight your tongue when it is subjected under god's authority your tongue is a lying tongue before that yeah i will pray i'll pray more powerfully for you to get it your tongue has confessions against your own life because you're lived in a broken world so far you have a confession and you have a profession with your tongue which with your life which is broken and everything that you've gone through you're confessing the same things over you and you say it is this way it is going now imagine that staff when it hit when it is out of moses's hands it became a serpent which could kill him but when it was back in his hand it became a staff of authority to move the red sea out of his hands what was it a serpent which could fight him and kill him your tongue is like that oh you didn't get what i'm just saying your tongue in the kingdom of heaven in the heavenlies is like that as long as your tongue is surrendered into the hands of god your ombrakasiketere your same tongue will become a rod of authority which will part the red sea before you will activate the high priest in heavenlies for you but the same tongue like that rod out of your hands will be the same thing that will destroy your life this is deep people of god god was arguing with moses to say i will be with you i'm with you i'm with you he's like moses like god i'm talking to you from 10 minutes my tongue is not healed i don't want to. but god is like no if you will put that tongue to depend on me to be subject under me i will teach you to change the trajectory of your life because moses you are living by you ready for this you're living by the earth's counsel and opinion of you right now but there is an opinion in heaven about your life if you will activate that opinion about you from heavenly to earth by submitting your broken life your broken tongue all the confessions and professions of your life if you'll bring it back into my hands of authority i will show you to change the destiny of your life come on now come on people of god people on zoom i believe you are with us 
so so this is a powerhouse revelation that's why that serpent looked like a tongue a long tongue now look at this when the serpent comes it lies to eve when it comes to you what does it do it lies to you about your god your destiny what is going to happen and when you confess the same thing and you profess the same thing you're given the accuser the power in the heavenlies to launch an attack against your life just like what happened with job but that moment you release your tongue its confession profession to move through the authority of god you put it back into the place it belongs and then you begin to confess and profess you will change your life's direction you heard people say like you know people in the old right like even i say old few decades ago or three or four decades ago mighty men and women of god they all said confession and faith confession and faith confession and faith and people just started mechanically saying this is what this is what this is what we have to say this 100 times if i tell you this it is not about saying it 100 times it is saying it with really you knowing your identity of what you're saying will release god's action on earth on your behalf so your confession should become your profession it is formed through your identity will release god on your behalf that is why god told moses that rod as long as it's in your hand you'll move the red sea you will move strike the nail become turn into blood as long as that rod of authority is in your hands everything you will do through me but the day you drop it down it will become the very serpent that wants to kill you same context look into your lives ouch you, you know you may say i've never said this out of the fullness of the heart the mouth speaks so it is targeting your heart and the outlet of your heart is your mouth so you saw in job's life he said what i feared has come upon me he had a confession he had a profession in fact now can i tell you something every time he called his children was it faith or fear ah talk to me now we are all like oh he's so holy <laughs> why are you all so quiet no no you're very good people i know i'm like i'm just like i am an excited one you know every time he now i'm decoding job's life right every time he called his partying kids and said i'm sanctifying you doing this was it out of revelation of faith or fear yeah. now we are able to say this now we are able to see this every time he was doing it he was like oh there is a movement they are out of god hmm yeah. and he is like quickly i'll bring them back to god and he was doing it out of fear it was not out of faith because he had a confession which had become a profession that god will not protect his kids like the way god protects him i and he was thinking and living in that fear and every time watch me when they finish the parting he will sanctify them the next day morning when did satan strike 
when they were partying. Because at that point, you're ready for this? Now we're going to go deep. Job's identity was not accurately covering his kids. Can I, I'll repeat this. Job's identity of covering his kids, that he's not, he always thought he's not able to cover them when they're partying outside. He's not able to protect them from the enemy's attack. He actually believed that. That was the fear he lived with. And in that movement, that window of opportunity of fear with, in which Job was living, is the moment the wind blew and the house fell and the kids died. Because that was the opportune time that Satan could cause an attack based on his fear. That is why he said to his friends, what I feared has come upon me. Do the connecting dots. He had given the accuser the plan to attack him through his own confession, but relate back to his heart, which was rooted in fear. So people of God, even Moses, that's why God said, Moses, you will have me next to you. You're with me? All of you? But you having me next to you will be as powerful and it will work powerful in your life when you when you have your tongue surrendered into my hands of authority. And I'm showing you it's the same thing with the rod of authority that you will carry over a nation of Egypt to call judgments over Egypt. But the only way is not letting that go out of authority. Some things in your life which has turned to attack you back and to fight you. The reason is, it's not under the Holy Spirit's authority. That tongue, that area of your life, which is confessing things, professing things, maybe it's not even a confession, not even a profession, but somewhere you believed, it's outside of Holy Spirit's authority. Ouch. I know it hurts, but this truth is exposing us to put it back into authority of God's word and God's Holy Spirit. You bring it back to authority. That which is trying to be a serpent against you will turn around to be a rod of authority over your own life. And it will do you great exploits through the very thing that was planning to kill you. Is this not powerful? Now look at Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14. Okay, let's bring that up. With this we will we'll, we'll finish, okay? Seeing then that we have a great high priest. Seeing. It's there. Okay. Seeing then. What changes your confession? What changes your belief? That's important. Now I can say like everybody else, just have the right believing in your heart, right believing in your heart. But I've struggled with it too. People have said, just believe, just believe. I'm like, how do I believe? All I've seen is failure. All I've seen is how my brokenness, my childhood was. How can I believe? Can I give you the solution tonight? My goodness. My God, Lord, just let this come down as a revelation to each one of us tonight in the name of Jesus. Every time, every time I looked up at my childhood, 
I looked up all the things that I've gone through. There is no believing. <laughs> Let's me be honest. We are a product of our environment where we grew up in. And the environment caused us to believe certain things about ourselves. And to change that believing, we have to either exit that environment or change our environment. Yeah. Or counter-influence the environment. So all of this is a hard thing to do. But the Bible, the word of God has solutions. And I found this scripture one day and it changed my perspective because everybody said, just believe, just believe. I'm like, I've seen my earthly father. <laughs> I've seen my earthly mother. I've seen all my life, how I grew up. Where are you in imparting that belief system into me? Where is it coming from? But I, I was wrestling. Then the Lord showed me this one day while I was growing up years ago. He said, seeing then, stop right there. You got to see it, to believe it. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. You got to see. You with me? You and I, we got to see there is somebody else. You with me? Believing what you should be believing. I will, I'll help you. I'll help you in a second. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. What you need to believe in God. There is somebody who's gone ahead of you. You want to believe for a breakthrough? I've never, I've never seen this until recently. That's when my eyes opened. You might not have the tenacity, even the ounce of belief to believe it. But God, who believes in you, who has an opinion about you, not the accuser. That's why God told Satan, I have an opinion about him. Ah, Do whatever you do. He will not budge. God had an opinion. But Job was actually living in fear. Now we are able to connect the dots, right? That's why I said it's a complex sermon. Because on the earthly realm, Job had a belief system. But in that, there were so many holes and blind spots, which he was living with. And he had his own opinion of his life. But in the heavenlies, God had an opinion for Job's life. That he is perfect. Yeah. He is blameless. He eschews evil. He is perfect. God had an opinion about him that he is perfect. But in the earthly realm, he was fearful. He was nowhere close to perfect. Now we are seeing it, what I am trying to say. In the same way, people of God, each one of you, God has an opinion about you in the heavenlies. In the heavens, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the perfect one. He's standing as a representative for you and me. And he has a perfect opinion about your life. You didn't know that, right? But let me tell you tonight. You can go and sin and fall seven times. But Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the high priest. You know, it says the great high priest who has passed through the heavens. 
he is standing before the father against the accuser and the accuser is accusing whatever he may but he's like i interject i have a different opinion about her i have a different opinion about him his opinion is just like which was pronounced over job he is perfect and you know what that's why the bible says seeing then what you have to see every time you can't believe for your life i want to give you a key look to jesus the lover of your soul he died for you and he still stands in the heavens the moment you begin to see him standing for you not against you standing for you and for me in the heavenlies who has a perfect opinion for you even when you are messed up even when you are down 6 feet under he still says i have an opinion about his life her life and he's saying god my blood is speaking over them not what their blood did uh, not what their blood not what their blood sins are doing no my blood is speaking a better word over them and i am speaking through my blood over them and he is declaring the perfect future no matter how down it should be going from here but he is saying no but i am standing in the gap oof and i am seeing then you got to see that may your eyes open up tonight and may you see the son of the living god the perfect son of god who standing on your behalf you know in fact in the heavens your your words are not reaching there his words are standing there for you and this is what it says jesus the son of god let us hold fast our confession so what are you supposed to confess now when you see him confess the right things for you yes satan i have done what you told are accusing me i've done it but you know what there is somebody else standing in the heavenlies who's declaring the right life that i need to have the perfect life that god has created me to live and he is the one declaring this this is jesus the son of god you know what i might be messed up but i'm lining up my confession yeah. what he says about me is my identity yeah. not what i've done is my identity what he says what he declares what he's declaring over me what his blood is speaking over me is my confession and it becomes my profession that is what bible is saying hold fast hey if you don't know how to hold on to any confession then why is god is saying hold on to it i'm making you think what you have already in your heart the judgments about your own life hmm you don't have to hold it on to it again <laughs> you're living with it you're sleeping with it you're getting up with it you're walking with it everywhere you go you're condemning yourself with it god is not saying hold on to that confession this was the eye opener for me you get it this was the eye opening adam this was the eye opener i thought oh you know i have a confession i'm holding on to it then god said no 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 look at my son what he's saying on your behalf seeing then your representative your high priest the one who's standing in the holy of holies for you 
he has a declaration he has a proclamation about your life that you shall not die but you shall live and declare the works of the lord our plans for you to prosper and not to fall short i will raise you up i'll make you the head and not the tail my blood is speaking a better word over your life that is what you need to hold on to not to your brokenness listen people of god you can live a hundred life 100 years not 100 lives 100 years trying to fix your own life with your own brokenness it will never be possible but look to the son of god and embrace his confession his profession you will become what he says because what he speaks comes to pass yeah oh, come on now you you can hold on to his confession what he speaks will come to pass because this is the order of the heavens when he speaks let there be light there will be light and when he stands in the heavenlies and says this is my beloved son with whom i am well pleased and you embrace that confession so will be your reality on earth come on now come on celebrate raba sikarionto robo seketelebe rando robroco sicaria come on praise him who has passed through the heavens your words may not pass through the heavens but you will hold on to the words that are already passed through the heavens it will come crashing down to earth that is why jesus said let your oh come on talk to me now let your will be done on earth as it is done in let your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven who's declaring in heaven jesus yes so if you can embrace what jesus is declaring to you in the heavens and you hold fast to that confession yes. that is when you say heaven will begin to collide my earth yes. what he declares over me will begin to interject into my situations and god's hand will come from heaven searching for me to lift me up come on now la taraka sika chalabaha come on take 30 seconds and begin to praise the lord and talk to him kori basika rianta rabaha sike terebe sebroko sikoria toroboko sika that is why god is saying hold fast hold fast hold fast to my confessions hold fast hold it shatala bariat that's why jesus was teaching his disciples he said i want to teach you to pray i'm not telling you to pray that i will be a perfect one he actually taught them pray in this order let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven he's saying let your will be done on earth in my life as it is done in where and there is somebody declaring the will of god in heaven and that is jesus christ the son of the living god you know you might see brokenness in your life here but that is not how god is declaring from heavens it is a wrong belief for you to think this is what god wants for me it's not true that is a lie that satan has forced on the people of god because they have nobody to tell them but tonight god is telling us loud and clear put that tongue back <laughs> you know like how do i say this i know it's a very it's kind of a vision i saw i was like god what do i say out of it but it makes sense now even for me for a moment it didn't make sense hey i'm being honest with you all you're all looking at me like what you know like i was thinking god why am i seeing a tongue but now it makes sense the tongue is like the serpent out of your hands 
Because you're confessing whose agenda? Yeah. Yeah. Many of you have lived confessing the enemy's agenda. But can you confess the agenda of heaven now on and declare that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, seeing then what he is saying about me is what I will hold on to. And you know what? That is the game changer, people of God. And the Bible talks about his reputation. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. Watch this. For those who are still planning to be condemned. For those who still want to beat yourself with all that is available all around you. Hey, I know some of you are giggling, but it's real. I know. Three to four years ago, when a condemnation comes, I would take two weeks to come out of it. Two weeks. At least three, four years ago, two weeks, I would have come out of it. But still nagging thoughts and impressions like, oh God, I'm not, you know, I'm not there yet. I'm trying to reach a ladder, you know. This ladder is just one inch. It has to reach. Then I'll feel right about myself and God. I'm trying this performance, you know. Now, God, now this way, now that way, no more. No, my thoughts like this, like that. And, you know, I'm trying hard. But now, there is a grace of God. I've understood to snap out of condemnation, guilt, because I've understood the more I'm condemned, the more I'm empowering the enemy. So that two weeks, I'm giving him a window to strike me in all possible ways. Come on now. Job's window was when his sons and daughters were partying. He was sitting in guilt. Oh God, I don't know what's, how, what they said. I don't know what's going to happen. He said, I don't know. And he lost his faith. He removed it. He removed his covering. He believed now they're attackable. He already declared it through his fear. He gave the accuser the chance to come in at that very moment. But you know what? Now when I look at this, I say, God, I don't want to spend one more week out of my identity. My identity is what he says is what I am. Right. Not what the devil says. Yes, it might have happened. It might be an incident. But I'm not making a lifelong event out of it. Yes. This is not me. Right. I'm not going to be labeled. Right. Hey, I'm not going to be labeled. I am a child of the son of the living God. And this is why, you'll clap better after this, okay? This is why Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15 says this very powerfully. See, when we read the Bible, we read through the lenses that we have accumulated throughout our life. But every time you go to the Holy Spirit, if you can empty yourself and allow Him to speak to you afresh, things come like refreshing water. Now you understood this, that we have to see Him and say what He's saying to us, right? Verse 15 is, becomes very powerful now. We will end soon, okay? For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness. Meaning, he knows everything about you. And still speaks a good report about you. He's not like your mother. He's not like your father. He's not like any human being. The moment they see something bad about you, all they want to do is, accuser, where are you? Come, I've opened the door. Come, let's partner now. Now you and me, we are the new team. I've left Jesus to the side. I'm sorry. Certain people are like that. 
until you're pleasing them, pleasing God, they're like, oh, we're in good terms. The moment they see you going south, instead of speaking what God wants to, they will leave God to the side. They'll call the accuser and say, as if they didn't, they needed more partnership now, you know, house representation, you know. Call him in and say, look what you are like this, like that and everything. But you know what? This Jesus is different. The Bible says, it's not that he cannot sympathize. In fact, he sees everything that you are and he speaks what he wants you to be. This is God kind. God kind is God will see everything you are, but he'll still speak what he wants of him to be in you. He will speak what he wants to add into you. God's way of addition. You with me? We'll, we'll be done soon, okay? Please don't lose me. God's way of declaration is not judgment. It is addition. Ha! He adds what is broken. He fixes what is messed up. And he adds in what is not there in you. He calls you out to be the one he's called you to be. Made you to be. If you lost it, he will give it back to you. That is why the Bible says, it is not that he cannot sympathize with our weakness, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. It is talking about his ability to see you as you are, but still declare what he wants you to be. That is Jesus, not a human being. Human beings, they will see you what you are and they will talk about it. But when he sees it, he will say, well, that's all. Okay, great, whatever. We'll put that to the side. My child, now look into my eyes. You are perfect. You are my beloved daughter. You are my beloved son. You're called for exploits. That is what he will declare over you because he knows what he says will come to pass. But for that, you have to hold on, hold fast. You know, hold my hands. It's like holding fast, grabbing it, saying I'm not letting go of it. I'm grabbing it. I'm not letting go out of it. Have you seen, how many of you have gone in flights? All of you, right? Anybody is not gone? No, everybody, right? When you sit in an aircraft, they'll tell, put on the seat belts. They're basically saying, no matter what happens, don't leave that seat belt. I mean, so don't unlock that seat belt until we tell you. Because when you're about to go to the next level, okay, let me say this. When you're about to take off, leaving your earthly walking realm, <laughs> no, you're about to feel like a bird, you're about to fly in the air. You're not getting my joke. Oh, yeah. You can't walk anymore now. You'll be flying now. You're letting go of gravity. Yeah. You're letting go of your current reality. Right. Watch my words. You're letting go of your current reality and you're about to embrace another reality. No more walking, but flying reality. You're about to embrace it. For that, they need a condition. Please put on your seatbelts. Because there is going to be some turbulence. There will be some uncomfortness. There will be some rattling on the way. But you are changing locations from the ground to the air. For that to happen, you have to put on your seatbelt. Seat belt. And this is what the Bible says. Hold fast to your confession. That is like a seatbelt. I don't care what the enemy is saying. But I have a seatbelt. That I am a child of God. I am no more this. I am no more that. I am changing my location from the earth's opinion 
you're very quiet for me say something celebrate something <laughs> you're changing your earthly reality to an airborne reality i don't know if that's a word but you're changing your false you know maybe it's real or not but when you change into this reality in the air what he is saying to you and you put on that like a belt of truth hey it's connecting now yes. like a seat belt the belt of truth you're holding fast your confession you're connecting it you satan is shaking you saying don't go don't exit but you're like no 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 i'm changing my dimension this is my new reality yes. and in few minutes you're in the air before you believed you could not fly but now you are flying in the air so that is what the bible is saying but in all this he's saying one thing you have to embrace what i'm telling you my truth should become your identity that is the war that is the war that is the reality you got to say by the stripes of jesus christ i am healed no matter how you feel is not just speaking it blindly and mechanically you got to embrace that confession it has to become your profession and you got to put on your seat belt the belt of truth and take off from this realm to that realm until in few minutes and few hours that reality becomes your new reality come on now until then yes this was your reality but now when you take flight into that that's the new reality may my god bless you with new realities in the mighty name of jesus can we finish with verse 16 are we at time no we have few more minutes you're enjoying this people on zoom you're with me some of you are still there some of you are so early in the morning i appreciate your price some of them tuned up at 3:30 am and they're listening to the word you know one thing i've noticed what word you sit under that's the influence of the holy spirit is sitting under the revelation that you're sitting revelation gives birth to revelation revelation changes our identity so may the word of god change your identity tonight verse 16 and i'll close with this that is why it says let us therefore everybody say that let us therefore then you have to do something this is what the bible is saying come boldly to the throne of grace not to the throne of judgment i know why some of you are laughing every time something happen we are let us go therefore to the throne room of judgment <laughs> you're all very innocent i know why i'm laughing you know god is like wrong address wrong address wrong address you're like no 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 i want to just slip in there i am like you know god is like wrong room number that's not the one this side this side not not west the east you're like no no i'll want to just visit you know throne room of let us therefore god i am so unworthy so let me therefore go here and spend some time that's what i said two weeks remember i said 14 days that was the address change but when you start saying no jesus i have seen this is what he's saying and he's telling me to confess what he's saying about me you hold on to it you'll actually have an address let us therefore come how not rolling on the floor crawling that was a curse given to somebody right yeah. Yeah. you didn't get it yes <laughs> you know not cr- you know crawling was a curse you know that yeah. god said this satan had a eye level conversation with eve 
take off his limbs. Now we're on the floor. So come boldly is not like that. Come boldly is coming with knowing who you are. Come boldly to the throne room of grace. That we may, this is very important. Watch this. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Listen. Obtain mercy and find grace. Have you heard some Christians say, I have all the grace, I have all the mercy. But you know why you need more of it? Because you're going to make this new reality a reality. You didn't get it. Because when you're having that profession and confession, there is one more ingredient needed. The mercy and the grace to make it happen. Some of you got it. I'm going to say this one more time. Because when mercy and grace comes, it releases favor. Oh, you, you know, again, I need to say this one more time. One more time. You know, when you go to the boldly to the throne room of grace, obtain, meaning you got to take that mercy of God. You know, taking God, God has given you is powerful. Why it used to take 14 days is because I'm trying to take the mercy slowly, you know. Very. Am I the only one here? No. Are you really with me? Yeah. You know, you're taking 14 days time to take slowly that mercy, obtain that mercy, you know, obtain that grace. And it says help in the time of need, yeah. meaning immediately. There is available grace, available mercy to restore the favor of God upon your life. But God is saying you have to come boldly. Change, everything changes when you see Jesus. He doesn't come without looking to the author and perfecter of your faith. You know, some of us, we want to perfect our faith on our own. You know, we studied all the 66 books in the Bible. You know, we have been in all the places we have been scholars of everything so we want to perfect our faith it doesn't come like that it comes by the author and finisher of your faith the author he writes it on your heart it changes your identity and faith becomes natural to you because you know him who's faithful over your life can i give you a key for faith when you know the faithfulness of god faith comes easily you never heard this before. It's my revelation. I'm giving it to you. When you know the faithfulness of God, faith comes naturally. But when you doubt the faithfulness of God, doubts come naturally. I'm laughing at it, but I know how hard it is. But may you see the faithfulness of God for faith to flow out of your system. May you see the hand of God for the hand of God to manifest over you in the mighty name of Jesus. Can you please help me? You need to step into what the word has spoken to you. And you got to stop beating yourself down. You know, some of you, you cancel your own breakthrough. Because that's the human nature. A breakthrough will come or it's located, I said, right? But we are like, oh, am I worthy for this? Come on now. Put the tongue back into the hands of the master and will become a rod of authority that is why in the book of James the Bible says the tongue three the James chapter three starts with the time 
title the untamable tongue that's what my my nkjv says i don't know what kjv says but it says the untamable tongue but you know what it's untamable 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 when it's in your hands but when you put it in the hands of your authority the holy spirit it is tameable when you put that tongue back into the hands of the master it becomes the rod of authority to move your life to move your mountains to split the red sea right wide open before your eyes and this is what the bible says right uh in verse 6 it says and the tongue is a fire <laughs> a world of iniquity the tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire by hell oh my goodness basically he's saying how the tongue can do disasters but i'm giving you a key put the tongue back into the master's hand the same tongue listen i didn't come prepared to preach this i had a different message but i see everything is already covered through this message that one vision i saw from the lord moses picking up the serpent and the serpent was like a tongue it rattled me for a few seconds but i understand you can either live with a serpent in your home or you can have a rod of authority you choose and choose well tonight and tell the lord i'm putting that serpent back into the master's hand it won't be like what james said a fire hell this everything no it's going to become tameable in the hands of the lord jesus and the same tongue you will confess and you will profess and you will open your red sea come on rise up to your feet karabasika talabayonto roboseke the bible says you have not because you have asked not isn't that so crazy the bible says you have not because you have asked for it not but can i teach you to ask tonight and this is jesus telling ask and you shall receive that means your tongue is very important some people say i don't have to say anything no god wants you to ask use your tongue to be a rod of authority Oh reboniante kerebeseke I believe tonight I've given you a solid revelation This will locate and dislocate the enemy from your life You can either empower the accuser or empower the confessions of your God from heaven and that is what will begin to flow So I want you to open your mouth right now and talk to the Lord In fact you need to start confessing professing decreeing and declaring I have noticed when people don't know swimming you push them into water they are not quiet like you guys they want to be heard <laughs> don't let the accuser say say it quietly you're very gentle may the volume of your mouth match up to the faith in your heart the roof should be split wide open 
if you have faith that goes to the moves the mountains <laughs> the volume of your tongue will match up to the faith in your heart 